Welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, episode 16, ladies and gentlemen. I'm with special guest, Pam Tupac, who is the president of the Maui Chambers of Commerce, which, by the way, if you haven't known, is made up of nearly 800 businesses in Maui County and represents roughly 20,000 employees. That is incredible. And so, Pam, we're all curious, how did you get started in all of this? <laughs> well, it, you mean uh, joining the chamber? Actually, it's a funny thing. Um, in my early 20s, mm -hmm. I worked for the Maui Economic Development Board, and mm -hmm. I was a volunteer with the chamber as part of my job duties. I was able to go out and serve the chamber. Mm -hmm. I was one of the... Um, well, I actually, I believe I, I might still have been the youngest government action committee chair wow. at that time and uh, working on legislative issues. I served on many committees with the chamber, never dreamed that I would one day work for the chamber, always loved serving for the chamber. Mm -hmm. And when I was running Maui United Way, I got a call from several board members who said, hey, we'd really like to talk to you about helping the chamber out. And it wow. started from that conversation. And it started from that conversation. And Pat, that's incredible. Like, so what was that initial like drive to kind of go into that in your 20s? Because that's very rare. Well, I was very fortunate to have an amazing boss. Um, he recently mm. passed. His name was Bill Monahan. Mm -hmm. And when I was 24, he said to me, what are you doing to give back? And mm. I wasn't clear what he meant. And so I asked him what he was talking about. And he said, you know, you live here in, in Maui. Uh, you went to school here in Maui. The community has given you a great deal. What is it that you're doing to give back to the community? And how wow. are you serving? And so from that conversation, uh, within two weeks, I had signed up to serve several nonprofits. I signed up to uh, do some uh, work with the chamber and volunteering. And then he said the second piece of really important information, mm -hmm. which is in addition to serving, he said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's, something it's a marathon, not a sprint. I love that. Right. Wow, wise <laughs> words from a wise man. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. And how did you initially meet your boss? Was that just through a different job or when you're 24? Uh, well, it was interesting. Actually, I was working for Kapalua Land Company at the time, and uh -huh. uh, a Maui Economic Development Board, who I had done some editing, a book editing for them over a summer, mm -hmm. called and invited me to join their team. Mm -hmm. And it just happened that uh, Bill was the, the boss that they were looking for an assistant for. And so I was hired by Maui Economic Development Board. And through that, that led me to an exciting career in, in learning about high tech and as we wow. developed the Maui Research and Technology Park and the center. Mm -hmm. So it led me in a, a very unique and very different direction, but very exciting that's, direction. That's incredible. You know, like, what's, I'm just curious, like tech, what was it like back then, like technology wise and stuff like that? Was there, I'm sure, different software, <laughs> different systems oh, back in uh, when unbelievable. we first started? A lot of paper? Well, you know, when we were starting the research and technology park, I mean, it was really um, a very novel time for Maui because it was the first time we were bringing a big bandwidth. The mm -hmm. internet was just emerging. When we were building the research and technology park, we were the first ones to even have internet connections and email. Wow. Uh, that's when we brought in the Maui High Performance Supercomputing Center, which at the time was uh, top rated as a supercomputer in the world. 
and it was always among like the top three. So we were doing very cutting edge things, not only with the, the Department of Defense and and um, you know our armed services, but you know it was the burgeoning of tech on Maui, and we were there on the forefront as they located in the Maui Research and Technology Park in Kihei. Oh my goodness! You look at all this stuff that's happening behind the scenes, Pam. Like in the last like decades, and all the stuff that happens, and all the progress, and all the growth, and you know, and, and I love asking this, like, what would you say has been like the biggest, biggest lesson along the process in, the, in that time that you've been doing this? I think for me right now in the time mm -hmm. that Maui's in, yes. you know, we are very overly dependent on the visitor industry. We used to say mm. that at the chamber, the visitor industry, when we looked at direct and indirect impacts, we used to say it was about 75%. And in truth, today we're saying it's about 85 to 90 percent as we look at you know 90%. the impacts on the economy yes. and community and jobs. Um, I think the the biggest lesson I learned was one should never stop investing in economic development because economic it takes time to create. Mm. And we were on the forefront at MEDB of diversifying our economies in big ways, attracting new industry. Mm -hmm. And along the way, a lot of that investment slowed down and, and, uh, and we didn't, the state didn't keep up with other states in that diversification. Mm. And now we see that, you know, we're very reliant on a one industry mm -hmm. engine. Mm -hmm. And so when we're in tough times, it, it's, it's uh, very hard to pivot. See, and, and that's why like these programs, Pam, that is just so perfect. You mentioned that because I honestly believe if it wasn't for some of the programs that the state and you folks offer, a lot more businesses that I believe would have been shut down at this point. And, you know, a lot of businesses are able to hang on and kind of survive because of these other programs. And uh, Pam, I was just curious for the people listening to this who are small business owners that are just yes. surviving during this time. Um, could you share about what we talked about the micro business loan for people that are like uh, the small businesses? Thank you. Yes, I'd be happy to. Um, you know, we started the micro business loan thanks to the leadership of our mayor, Michael Victorino. He reached out to us early on and, and uh, said, what do you think is going to happen? And we already knew, and this is unique, that the federal government was coming down with programs. In the 2008 recession, there was a lot of big bailouts and huge industry bailouts for uh, whether it was car manufacturers, insurance companies, mortgage companies, but the small businesses didn't see that kind of relief. Mm. And I said, you know, we know the federal government's coming down with programs, but we need some stopgap measures now. Mm. And businesses were already hurting within a matter of weeks of the shutdown. So we rolled out the micro business loan program. It was mm -hmm. a brand new program that hasn't been done through the chamber of the county before. And we were grateful for the help. It was initially funded with $1 million of county funds. And that's why it has to be a loan. It couldn't be a grant. Mm -hmm. And what we did was we offered, we, we put the criteria and everything together. Literally, the whole program was up and running in nine days. So we could rush it nine out and start days. getting help to small businesses. Incredible. That included design, website, concept to, to actually taking applications online in nine days. And we started rolling out these loan programs with the criteria that, that's posted today on the website at themauichamber.com. The loan is still available. Businesses could apply and still can 
from $7,500 to up to $25,000. Now today, um, there is the grant program through the credit union, and so it's possible to get a grant for $7,500. But if businesses are still looking for more money than that, we can loan through the micro business loan program up to $25,000. Mm -hmm. And through this program, um, you have a one-year deferral on payments, which is critical because we're all still in this COVID time where we don't know how long it's going to last. And it's already mm -hmm. lasted longer than, of course, we originally thought. Yeah, uh, so you have a one-year deferral. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're into <laughs> time it. Time flies. Like, <laughs> and uh, so it was great. The, you know, the mayor gave us great flexibility. Mm -hmm. We could do one-year deferral on payment. Um, and then the payments he allowed us to spread at the higher level over seven years with 0% interest. That's so incredible. So the businesses have the flexibility. Yeah. They don't have that to rush to pay it incredible. back. They've got time. For people listening, yeah, one more time, agree. that was seven years payment, seven payments, years. over seven years. Zero if you, if you borrow up to 25,000, yeah, 0% interest. So if you borrow oh. uh, 7,500 to 15,000, it's a five-year payback. Mm -hmm. 15,000 and $1 up to 25,000, it's a seven-year payback, 0% interest. So that was so that the businesses Dang. had the flexibility of using the money over time and were never going to pay more than they actually borrowed, right? Right. So, you know, you, you will have that full amount that you requested and uh, the committee reviews all the requests. So you can request up to $25,000. You may or may not get the full 25,000 based on the need. They look at all the needs. Um, but you're never paying more than what you borrowed because there's no interest. That is and incredible. We people to take the flexibility. Yeah. Thank you. It's a great program. Um, new programs are emerging. Uh, you're going to hear more and more about things coming down as a result of the CARES Act funding. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things in the works. So we do encourage people to stay tuned to the mayor's briefings. That Shout out to the mayor. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, you, man. You know, again, this kind of thing never happened before. I mean, we've yes. had programs that help. And there is also, by the way, for personal help programs, there is the HELP program, actually, mm. <laughs> H-E-L-P program through MEO, and they help individuals who are struggling during these times. So they're, they're addressing more the personal financing side, you know, food and, and rent and electric and insurance costs and things like that. They're helping individuals and families. We're helping the micro-businesses. And the other thing, typically that... Um, Micro businesses, the ceiling is usually 500000 as the annual income, the gross annual income. And we mm -hmm. went up to 750000 mm -hmm. You know, we are working with the mayor on new programs to roll out and mm -hmm. continue to work with businesses. Now we're looking at some of this CARES Act funding. And, and in some cases, there are some restrictions on that. So we're trying to work at how we can best meet the need. But what we're finding uh, across the board is the biggest need, the top priority, is really just money to sustain the operation. And especially mm. now with the governor's announcement yesterday that oh. we're looking at October 15th for reopening with okay. some advanced there testing. Advanced um, testing. You know, now's the time mm -hmm. we need to start getting some plans in place. 
Wow. Wait, so what, what is happening on October 15th? October 15th. The so yesterday governor. the governor announced, you know, we've been waiting for reopening plans. Yes. And wondering when we're going to start reopening our state for travel. Mm -hmm. And the governor announced yesterday that he has partnerships with Kaiser and CVS uh, oh. to do advanced testing. So people can take an advanced test within 72 hours. It's one of the uh, most reliable tests that they've found. And so they can take it within 72 hours of their travel to Hawaii. If they test negative, they can come to Hawaii without being quarantined. Mm. And they are working on some sort of database and, and platform uh, for, I guess, you know, collecting information on people coming in. But um, so that would waive the quarantine if they test negative within 72 hours. Within 72 hours. Right. Wow. And that would apply to inner island travel as well for anybody. So this, this was um, mainland travel. I, you know, oh, I don't travel. know if he covered... Yeah, this was mainland travel. And so um, right now we've still got our, our inner island, except for <laughs> what's happening on Oahu. <laughs> so Oahu. He did not yeah. talk about changing that order. Uh, yes. That was not mentioned yesterday, as far as I understand. But, um, you know, he, he has come up with this test. Now, other regions like Tahiti are using this test, but okay. they also Tahiti. then retest three days in. So we haven't heard about that yet, mm -hmm. but many industries have been watching what was happening with Tahiti and thinking that was a great model as well. Wow. So they test and then they, three days in, they test again. That's what Tahiti does. Uh, the governor cool. didn't mention a, a second test in his uh, briefing yesterday. Got it. But, uh, wow. but that's what Tahiti is doing. Yeah. Tahiti is doing. This is incredible. It's just like, Ever since uh, March, something changing every week or two or something like that. This is different. This is cool. This is, and it's so cool because it really goes to show the uh, the adaptability and the flexibility and um, the thought process and planning. And that's what I give our uh, mayor so much credit for is that I can't imagine what that, how much stuff that he has to think about and plan. And for you too, Pam, that you have all these different things that you have to plan for. Oh, the Made in Maui thing and all these different events that you guys are working so hard. Amber, shout out to Amber because she is Thank so you. kind. Every time she always texts me, calls me, checks in and boom and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh man, it's so customer service, like just boom. And so shout out to her, shout out to the mayor, you know, keeping the, you know, he's doing what he's doing to keep everybody uh, low counts. And I, I have respect for that because I, I can't imagine like what the decision making and the thought process and the, the pressure must be, and as well as your position too, Pam. So, I mean, with that said, Pam, um, yeah, what I've heard about the Made in Maui. Actually, we just had Mitzi on the previous episode and, yes. and she's been on a, a lot. And so I'm curious, so what, what is happening this year? Well, we're really excited uh, to do the festival this year. You know, early on when COVID hit, uh, mm -hmm. we started serving the vendors who had applied for the festival. They had a deadline of applying in May. And after that, we surveyed the vendors to say, how are you feeling in these COVID times? You know, many people, even though our counts at that point were lower, many people were just scared. There was a lot mm -hmm. of fear and, and for good reason. But we asked them, would you like to do an in-person festival, a hybrid, or a virtual festival? And the overwhelming response was they wanted an in-person festival. Mm 
So we kept trying to work to that end. And unlike the county fair who had big expenses they had to pay for early on, not knowing, we had vendors that we had time to work with. They were working with us, they were holding services for us, but mm-hmm. we had some time to work with them and we tried to, you know, we knew it would be a hit on their business if we didn't use those services as well. And so we worked to try and do that and we had hoped to make the announcement in late August on what we were gonna do. But it was very clear in July that this, the big crowds we're not going to be allowed. Yes. And, you know, the, the festival has attracted over 10,000 people for, for years now. And so we, in the, in the meantime, though, we were exploring how to go virtual and looking virtual, at different yes. software packages and programs. Mm-hmm. So we did announce um, in August that we are moving forward with a virtual festival. Mm-hmm. And it is a very exciting program. There's two sides to the, the program. Mm-hmm. One is that we're going to have like a QVC, or if you saw the Makeki program where they featured Hawaiian products, we're going to have right. local celebrity hosts interviewing our vendors and talking about their products. And then with that, there will be live virtual booths. So um, each live company does a have a branded booth. And they'll be able to interact like you and I are interacting, but through the software program. They won't have to have Zoom or BlueJeans or Microsoft Teams. Through the software program, if they can host 200 people shopping at a time in their booth, and then any of the participants shopping can click on, I want to interact with the host. And that'll trigger a live interaction just like we're doing now. (laughs) And that vendor can answer questions, share their passion about how they got in the business. They can interact with their customers up to eight at a time where they can see eight customers uh, at one time in a broadcast just like this. And so it's very exciting. Um, And they have controls so they can ask, they can mute and unmute people and Mm -hmm. ask them to wait a moment or come back in a couple minutes if they're having a private conversation. So just like they would live, they'll get a chance to interact with their customers directly. But what we realized is, and you talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, opportunities. What we realized through this is twofold. One, the shopping day is always a very important day for our vendors. We didn't want them to lose out on that opportunities for great sales. Mm -hmm. But also beyond this, it was also a wholesale buyers event where we connect them with larger buyers who can help get their products into stores. And we primarily had Maui stores. Uh, We had buyers from Maui statewide and some from uh, national and international would come, including people from Tokyo. Wow. And, but many couldn't come due to the flight. Due to the flight. And of course, many right now don't want to fly because of COVID (laughs) too. Yes. But what we realized is with a virtual festival, we can invite far more people than we've ever invited before. Not only in terms of the buyers, but also in terms of attendees. And we also realized that we could share a bit about Hawaii and remind Mm. people about the beauty of Hawaii and our visitor industry and the new directions for our visitor industry and where we're trying to go, not being as big as we were before, Mm. being more culturally respectful, being more environmentally respectful. We can start conveying these messages to visitors through this program. So as we looked at this basically worldwide broadcast, We started looking at it to first focus on manufacturing, but also leverage this opportunity for other key messages and things we want to share about Maui County to the world. 
Wow. See, this is crazy. This is like that situation where we're taking a, you know, situation that just happened and we're making it great. And, you know, that, that's what, that's what you do, Pam. You're, you, ever since I've known you, you've always been that personality type to always solve problems and implement solutions and try things and try this. And if this doesn't work, then we're going to go this way. And that, that, that goes to show the testament to your leadership and what you're doing with your team and everybody behind the scenes and working, you know, day in and day out. And, and I'm curious, so if I'm a customer and I would just log into the portal and I could just kind of shop around. So you can do that. And, mm -hmm. and what's really exciting is we are going to ask people to register. Um, we've, mm -hmm. we're, we've got two things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, one is we're going to have a VIP all access pass. Ooh. which is going to give people some early entry into shopping along with some specialty goodies that we're working on now. And mm -hmm. we're going to charge $15 for people who might want to come in early on a Friday afternoon. But I the like festival it. is Saturday, Sunday, the 7th and 8th all day. Um, October. You can, and all attendees can be free. They mm -hmm. just register in and uh, log into the website. They'll be able to see the live broadcast from the website. And then as they go shopping, that live broadcast will transfer over. So they'll have a window in a window. They never have to lose what's going on live on the main stage and continue to shop in with the different vendors. And if, for, and if they choose to do a live interaction with the vendors, then the, the screen in screen video of the main stage will go silent. It'll still be there. It'll just go silent while they have their conversations. And then if they wanna go back, once the conversation's over or they exit out, they'll be able to watch. So there'll be some exciting programming throughout the weekend. Uh, we're gonna have drawings and prizes, prize giveaways as well, some fun contests. Uh, so really looking at how we leverage up, you know, I, I appreciate your, your kind comments. And, and as you point out, you know, it really is a team. Mm -hmm. And uh, we always call the chamber team, the chamber angels, because Chamber I'm the one angels. Who's like this. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, I'm like Charlie and Charlie's Angels. I'm Charlie's the one who's on the phone. <laughs> um, they're the Chamber Angels getting all the real tough work done. Um, but, you know, beyond that, our whole community is coming together. And as we started looking at how to leverage this event, focused on what we've always done, which is the importance of promoting local products, supporting our local manufacturing businesses, which are very small industries, the majority of them. Uh, helping them grow and survive, uh, but then also infusing other messages from our community, more important people have come to the table and other key partners. Um, hopes, you know, we started saying to our sponsors, in addition to being a sponsor and, and contributing to this, could you also leverage your social media network? to help us broadcast this activity out. And we've talked to some hotel partners who have you know, huge um, Instagram accounts. Could you help us use your network? Uh, we went to the State Department of Business, Economic Development and Tourism and said, how could you help promote us? And now we're gonna be featured in the Tokyo International Gift Show, which is a huge buyer's event in October. Wow. Um, so as we just ask, uh, for ways that people can cuckoo and help us with this event and support mm -hmm. local. You know, we always have been saying buy Maui County first, support local. Mm -hmm. This gives us ways to, at, uh, you know, yes, we're grateful to our sponsors and we need sponsorship help, but there's many ways the community can get involved, help us promote this great event and remember to shop on this weekend. Dang. That, see, that's crazy, Pam. Like, you know, that makes me want to, like, how can we help? 
how can we help? I know we're a little bit smaller, but how can we help, Pam? How can we help? Everybody, you know, everybody can help. What I tell everybody is, especially if you, especially people like you, Justin, who have such mm -hmm. great networks and <laughs> you have uh, such a broad reach, you know, everybody has friends and family on mm -hmm. the mainland and maybe even internationally. Everybody has contacts that they can reach out to. We're reaching out statewide. We're asking partners across the state to help us. Any social media reach they have, things that don't, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to cost them money if they just want to help. We have, um, just as of yesterday, I, it wasn't really a joke. I mean, I started out with saying this is just what I want. But right. what I would like to do is have a, a million, a million, um, a million uh, follower pledge where people who have followers leverage their social media to help us do this. And I'd like to have reach over a million followers collectively from all of these people who want to help mm -hmm. just put out, you know, we'll put we'll provide the graphics. We'll provide uh, Instagram images. We'll provide Facebook images, it. Twitter, all of that, uh, you know, uh, TikTok stuff and just ask people, Hey, would you mind leveraging your network to letting the world know that we are supporting our small businesses here in Maui County. And so many people miss coming to Maui. This mm. is a great time where they want to help our small businesses. They want treasured mm. gifts. It comes just before the holidays. It comes mm. before Shop Small um, Saturday. It comes before Black Friday. And, and so we want to engage people in supporting our local companies as best we can. And there's, there's so many different ways to do it. And we're just asking people if they're willing to help, they can contact the chamber office. We're going to create uh, it, also emails. Uh, mm. We've talked to several uh, businesses who send out um, newsletters. We've talked to several people who might be able to do flyers in their billings who said, well, I don't really have a newsletter, but I could put a flyer or, you know, in my billing announcement. Or some people who even do electronic billings through QuickBooks, but they said, hey, I could do a PDF attachment. So it's everybody coming together to think out of the box. How can I help? And if they contact us, um, we're collecting mass email lists to just reach out and share the festival news and invite people to come. And what we're saying is we know you miss Hawaii and we miss you too. Mm -hmm. um, but this is a way now that we can broaden the, the net and then further moving forward, we've made this huge investment in new platforms and software and training and um, we were getting to a limit with the live booths at, at the mm -hmm. MAC and we always are excited about returning to the Maui Arts and Cultural Center. They've been an awesome partner for us. And we always want to do a live event moving forward. Mm -hmm. While this year that doesn't work, um, in the future, now the virtual event complements the live event and we'll be able to give people different options as we move forward. Some may want to do, say, I want a live um, booth in the festival as well as a virtual component. Mm -hmm. Others may say, you know, I just want a virtual component, you know, and, uh, and we'll leave it at that. And some may just want that live booth. So we'll have a lot more flexibility and moving forward, we've always had a waiting list of people who qualified but couldn't come in. This gives us opportunities to include more. See, that's incredible. You know, and speaking about that, how many businesses, is registration already open for businesses or? Well, so here's what happened. Um, yes. Registrations was actually closed earlier on for the festival, mm -hmm. but that was before we had this new virtual platform. Mm 
So all of the vendors who had gotten in, we gave them first opportunity. And we have gone through all of those vendors and they are aware of what we're doing. We had to repackage everything. Uh, because obviously they weren't going to get a tent on a lawn at the Mac. <laughs> so we, we had to repackage what we offered them. We had to repackage what the sponsors received as sponsorships. Um, and we've got really exciting sponsorship packages as well. And so uh, then we had to roll it out. So we've gone through the training with all the 126 vendors who had applied this year. We, they know what we're doing and we gave them deadlines to sign up by. And then we said after that, for those who didn't apply, but later told us they wish they had and were on a waiting list, we opened it up to those who um, already, we know meet the 51% valuation, but they've been on a waiting list. So we've allowed them to come in. And if people have not yet applied, there is still time for them to apply. They can contact the chamber office at 244-0081. Uh, we will send them an application. If you've not participated in the festival before, we do need to have you fill out all the valuation forms to showcase that this is truly made in Maui. It made in Hawaii, that you're headquartered in Maui County, you meet the 51% valuation requirement. We will take in as many people as we can up until there isn't time for them to adequately prepare for a booth mm -hmm. or there's certain tiered booths. So at the highest tier, you get a, a virtual booth plus a 30 second commercial uh, produced for you. And then you get a, um, a slot in that live marketing program. Mm -hmm. um, at the 425, you're not in the live marketing program, but you still get a video and then the virtual booth. And at $300, it's the virtual booth um, to get you started. At a certain point, we won't be able to continue to take people to give them that video, the video or we yes. will run out of production time on the two days of production time for the live streaming and yes. the, you know, the, the interactions with the celebrity host. So those are the limitations as we move forward, but we will get in as many people as possible. Mm. Um, but we are planning to end um, uploading and, and selling um, booths probably three weeks from the event because it, it takes okay. people time to upload stuff and yes. we also need time for testing. Yes and so three weeks out so what the actual event date is November? So it's November 7th and 7th. 8th so we're really November looking about October 15th. Okay. Would be the October latest we could take it in take people in and that would depend on um, their technical ability to get set up within about a week. <laughs> if they have the capability to get set up within about, and we have people to help. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we have folks you know, on the team that are working on doing the live performances and we'll work with our vendors and scheduling that. Top two tiers, because our booth space allowed them to upload a video Mm -hmm. We realized many of these small businesses didn't have a 30 second committee video, mm -hmm. either for their social media or for a commercial that could be run. We work with one of our chamber partners uh, to mass produce videos back to back over several days. Wow. Um, so which brought work. the cost way down, mm -hmm. but gives them new tools that they could use not only during the festival, but beyond. Wow. See, that's incredible. And, and going to the, uh, the consumer says, so like uh, if I want to just participate and register, is there a two week cutoff for as well too? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You'll be able to even register that weekend. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, great. So any of these attendees. Great. Yeah. And then for wholesale buyers, um, uh -huh. we are going to have a space where you could, for wholesale buyers, you can register on our site. You know, this is the seventh annual. So we have six years of wholesale buyer data. We have six years of people who attended um, and, and the way we have their data is because they filled out prize drawing slips. So we have, we're starting off with years of data to invite people to come back. Uh, we're going to continue all of our county and statewide marketing as we have done before. Um, but now we've got the added component of reaching out. You know, we know where people across the nation primarily come from to visit us. Mm. We have the major cities that attract people to Hawaii. Major cities in, in California, uh, Washington, uh -huh. Oregon, uh, there's Texas, Dallas, wow. and Houston, there's Chicago, New York, <laughs> Boston. So, you know, all these major cities where, the, where Hawaiian Airlines, our title sponsor flies, um, as well as other known regions that the visitor industry says, hey, these are hot regions to market in as well as internationally, top international markets, Japan, Canada, South Korea. Uh, many people don't realize we're getting more people oh. these days from New Zealand, Australia. So wow. New we'll Zealand, be, Australia. Yeah, so we'll be targeting, working with the visitor industry, um, our hotel partners, and um, getting you know ideas on how we reach these markets. Uh, and so, and working with the state to help us as well. So we're really excited. Um, it's just about, you know, they always say Maui no Kauai. In Maui, we're mm -hmm. very, we're known statewide for being very innovative. We're always just trying to think what else can we do? Um, if anybody knows, uh, it's, a, it's a dream of mine. I, I don't know if we can make this happen or not, but I know that if we don't even ask, it won't happen. Mm -hmm. So we also have a dream of, of reaching some of the celebrities from Hawaii. And it doesn't matter what island they were born and raised on. This event is all of, well, this is event features Maui County. Mm -hmm. This event is about helping businesses survive during COVID during this time. And, you know, if somebody knows a celebrity and says, hey, that's my, you know, third cousin on my dad's side, you know, we're wondering if some of our celebrities could just do a shout out and just say, hey, you know, I've got a new CD coming out next week, but also wanted to let you know the Made in Maui County Festival is coming up and and we want to promote and it is the hawaiian airlines made in maui county festival they are a title sponsor so we want to get that message out and anybody who's you know can do these shout outs for us give us their let you know tell us uh, they'll do posts on instagram facebook or their social media that's a huge help and uh, we're just saying you know if you can just give us five or ten minutes of your time we'll give you the tools if you just help get the word out and you're willing to share how many followers you have just so we can see if we can make that that million dollar mark but we're gonna try and oh yeah you know what Pam we're gonna help you out with that we're gonna we're gonna spread the word we're gonna get it out there we're gonna post promote yeah we'll get that Thank out there you. Maui County man it's for you know so the community awesome. a lot of the uh it's just so great too for people listening the um I always joke with Amber I always slip because I love Harry Potter people listening call it the Maui Chambers of Secrets right the Maui Chambers of Powers, <laughs> right? So with that, it's just so incredible because it's, it, it, you would, everyday people just doing what they love, you know, working with people they love, working with their team, yeah. you know, adding value, creating products, new services, and all these different things. And 
it's just incredible. You see people who, who came from the Philippines and they grinded and then they built something or, or people from China and all these different things and, and native Hawaiians creating a business. And it's just incredible to watch. And it's so inspiring actually talking to some of these uh, business owners and their teammates. And so yes. this is, I mean, Pam, what are you going to want to run for office, man? Like, you, you... <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to, to be honest with you, I'm I'm better where I'm well, uh, where I'm seated because you know uh, it allows me to work with politicians and share yes. ideas and and work with them on programs. You know, this this receives um, we're, we're receiving eighty thousand dollars in county funding. It's a grant from the county to help seed um, this program, and and we're very grateful for that money. Uh, you know, what we really like to do, as you point out, I mean, everybody on our team at the chamber um, understands that small businesses are the backbone of our community. Um, we, we, while we get government grants to do programs like this, economic development initiatives and, and work with different people, unlike other agencies, we don't get government grants to shore up our staff. We are literally paid for by our small business members. We take that very seriously. Um, we always worked long days, but many of us are working since COVID 12 hour days. I mean, we maximize our time to maximize the return on investment our members pay and dues to deliver programs to help and to best advocate for them uh, and make changes. And, and I think that, you know, you, you need awesome government leaders. We encourage everybody. Thank you for bringing that up. We encourage everybody to get out and vote. This is a critical time as we need to move forward with COVID to make sure we have the right team to get us out of where we are and move us forward. Um, economic development and diversity is needed. That takes money and time. So we first have to shore up our number one industry, help businesses survive. Even if some of them have to pivot, we want to keep these longstanding entrepreneurs who have shown success in our community so that as we pivot and maybe some have to move to different types of businesses, we still have that amazing leadership from this community. Um, but we really, this is a time to vote. And, and if we don't get out the vote now, then people are sleeping. I, don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, this I is a critical time to vote. I 100% yeah. agree. And you know, it's just incredible, Pam. Like, you know, with that said, I'm gonna do a public shout out to Mayor Victorino to do an interview with us you know, the three of us, we can go on a three-way uh, call and do a podcast interview, add some value. I love the mayor and, you know, we can go from there. And with that said, Pam, we got our last couple final questions. The, I want to ask you this. And before we go into these last two questions, Pam, I just wanted to acknowledge you for not only taking the time to, you know, do this interview and do this add all this information out there because it is so valuable from the micro loans to the Maui made in Maui events, all the things that happen behind the scenes. And it's a great opportunity for people to kind of see behind the curtains, the, the things that happen day in and day out. And, and for you too, uh, for you as well, Pam, because it's just incredible. Like you're such a positive person. Every time I see you in person. So check this out. Ever since I see, I've met Pam, She's always been so respectful, so kind, so caring, and always just, yeah, you have just this great laugh about you, and you just, it's just so pure, and we, the last event that we did at the college was so fun. Did Amber show you that picture, by the way? 
that uh, I haven't seen was. the picture yet, but we yeah, had I a blast. I, you yeah. and I had a great time together. Incredible. That was a so, blast. So, no, I just want to acknowledge you for that. So, uh, with winding down, okay. the last one of the last questions we love to ask everybody on the show is if you could go back, Pam, to when you were 18 years old, what advice would you give to yourself at 18? Ah, let's see. Think broader. Be, be open to hearing different ideas and think broader. One of the things I train my team on is when you, when you run into a stumbling block, there's always a way around. But if you get focused on the stumbling block, it limits your thinking. So if you think, if you think broader about how to accomplish it versus the, the obstacles, you always come up with different ideas. I love that. So it's kind of like taking a step back so you can see the different perspectives. Wow. Yes. I love that. Think broader. And there's broader. always a way. And there's always a way. Great mindset. Oh my gosh, Pat. And so going into our final question, we always ask this question, our model awesome. and our book, when you hear the statement fighting sickness with fitness, what does that, what, what pops into your mind when you hear that? Uh, take a proactive approach. <laughs> now, I going back that. to my 18-year-old self, yes. I wish I had done that more proactively. <laughs> but, yeah, take, take the, you know, nowadays we know, <laughs> we are exposed to such diverse um, research now. And in the past, when I was growing up, everything was about Western medicine. And now it is much more of a holistic approach. And now we're learning much more about what our bodies can do on their own mm. if, we're, if we're taking the right steps. And, and I, I am so excited, uh, Justin, that, you know, one, that we've met, but two, you talk about how uh, all these wonderful things about me, which, is, which I deeply appreciate. But to watch how you've pivoted, to watch how you've continued your mission during these COVID times, to help people continue to incorporate fitness, to improve their health, to educate them, to share your books, um, to find ways to even go out in the parking lot. So you've got social distancing <laughs> at times when the parking lot's not being used, which is great. Um, and to do it live so people can do things at home. You know, I, I really applaud everything you're doing. And, and also I think, in many ways, we're kindred spirits because you, you have such a positive light about you. You are always positive. You are the king of positivity, really, Justin. <laughs> it, it is amazing. Um, but you also come with that servant heart, which is helping others who are struggling with things. And, um, you know, I think your trainings are invaluable. And by trainings, I mean your book, but I also mean the work that you're doing with people at the gym and, and just it, with people every day. And you're just interactions. You constantly come with that servant heart and they're helping. And, you know, we know now that a proactive approach, um, change a lifestyle of fitness. Um, I love your book, starting with smaller steps mm. to get in the habit of things is so important. Um, and again, uh, if I was 18, I wished I'd met you then and had the book then and I would have done far more. I'm working on it. Okay. Uh, oh, you know, lifelong goodness. learning is important. I, I'm mm -hmm. a student and believer of lifelong learning. 
Um, and I actually do have, uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've gotten your book out and said, okay, it's, it's time. So yeah, it's really important. Take a proactive approach because these little steps now, especially when you get to be my age and I still consider myself to be young um, because people are living older these days. So, uh, but you know, uh, as, a, as a mom of two and, and um, raising children, I, not only do I wish that I had instilled more of that in my daily routine, I wish that I had raised my children to instill more of it in their daily routine. Dang, Pat, that's the mic drop. That's the mic drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Pam, I just wanted to, you know, thank you one more time for coming on to the podcast. And was there anything else that you want to share with our audience listening to this or watching this? Well, first, I just really want to thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You know that... Um, when you call, if you call and ask me to do things, I'm always happy to do it because you're always happy to help us anytime we need it. So, so I was very happy to do this. And thank you, though, for the tremendous opportunity to share with your listeners. Um, I guess the last thing I would just say is, you know, the Chamber has been around for 110 years. We're here to help businesses. With, uh, during this time, you know, um, obviously a lot of our programs have focused on our membership because they pay the dues and, and they're contributing. But in these times, we're here to serve all businesses. So whether you're a chamber member or not, um, the, this is a time where we need to pull together. And recently another chamber uh, came up with a hotline. Uh, they actually put in another telephone line and said, we have a chamber hotline to help businesses. And I, and I kind of laughed. I thought, well, gosh, we do that every day. But I thought, well, we are the hotline. <laughs> but now we're answering, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I think Jeanette is now answering, you know, Maui Chamber of Commerce, your business hotline. Um, it is what we do every day. So if you're in business and you need help, um, well, we never called ourselves the hotline. We've sort of always been that. And uh, maybe that in many ways was the best kept secret. It certainly wasn't meant to be. Call us. If we can help you in your business, call us. We're here to serve. Love that, Pam. And where can they call you? Call you folks at? You can, you can call us at uh, uh, 244-0081. 244-0081. That is manned by our other chamber angel, Jeanette. And, nice. um, and if she doesn't answer, she's probably on the other line or helping somebody, but she'll get back to you shortly. And, um, and then we have, you know, when you're around for 110 years, I don't mean me personally, but the chamber, <laughs> um, you have lots of resources and connections. So it, it's about, we're here to connect you with the help that you need. Um, we can answer a lot of different questions. But we're not experts in absolutely everything because we represent every industry that you see mm -hmm. in Maui County. Uh, but we can connect you to people who can serve you as well. I love that, Pam. Oh, my goodness. Right there. That's it right there. Pam. Pam, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. And I'm going to put all that information in the description so that people can see it, read it, call you folks. And, you know, thank you so much again for what you're doing for the community, for all the behind the scenes and also in the front, in the middle, in the back, all that you're doing with your team. Shout out again to everybody that we shouted out. And until <laughs> then, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. And until then, stay healthy and keep on fighting sickness with fitness.